0: This is the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield.
1: Gone. They're the tiny.
0: We've we'll the usual open press conference and then the breakout which have an embargo until 1030 tonight. Just the one embargo. Just it's one right. embargo. <laughs> Just one. Okay good morning. Uh, hope you're okay. Um, three wins on, on the run. I think we've seen the, the real Liverpool over, over the last few weeks. Just wondering, is it a coincidence that you've only made one change to the starting lineup in the last four games? That was a, an enforced one. Um, what, what does that tell us, really?
1: So, a couple of things. We didn't change. Not because we won the game before, we didn't change because we set the team obviously slightly different up, differently up, and um, want to give the boys the chance to find some rhythm in that, to get used to it, to get used to different things. Number that's reason one. Number one, number two is um, I said the ticket into this team will always be. Um, the readiness, or from now on again, the readiness to defend and to counter-press, um, and I liked a lot of that. What I saw, and if you say that, then you have to give the the credit for it as well. So you can, you can buy the ticket again if you want, um, and but I have to say that but it created as well a situation in training where the boys who didn't start showed properly up, so we could have changed quite a, a lot, because they really um, knock on the door, which is good, and the main difference is we have time to train. So, um, and if you have time to train, because then all of a sudden everybody can show up, because if you usually if you say training is as important as games, that's true, but um, in a normal week with three games you have recovery where only parts of the team but only the guys train who don't didn't play the day before. The next day, second day recovery for the guys who played, and the other boys do a little bit more. And then you have one training day in a in a in a long week, um, and that's not a, t- a session where you should, which um, should be that intense. So, a couple of reasons. So, um, but I like the big parts of the game, too, you know, of the games. Not all of it, of course. You know, in Nottingham, I think, around the set pieces we were, that looked really not cool, but that's something. I said after the game, it's difficult to prepare for that because nobody can throw in like Niyokite and um, and um, nobody in our training session will fight for the ball like Nottingham Forest did. I, I would avoid, that, would want to avoid that. <laughs> Otherwise, you have injuries after a set piece in training. So that's it. Um, that's the reason, pretty much, why we didn't change.
0: I'm sure to turn around this weekend. Um, Liverpool have a great home record against against Tottenham. I think it's only one defeat in the last. 28 at Anfield, but what have you made of the, of the goings on at Tottenham uh, in, in recent times with the change in manager? They certainly showed spirit and, and character against Manchester United to come from two down.
1: Yeah, look, this is obviously a, 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 a season where um, a lot of things were difficult for a, a lot of teams. We had our our problems. Chelsea has their problems. Tottenham has their problems. So it's like it's not cool for for us. But it opens the door for other teams, so and all of a sudden it, it um, can it can look different. So um, Champions League Spots are there to grasp for other teams, stuff like this. So that's it. But mm. little mistakes during the season can cause massive problems, have big impact can have a big impact. So and I don't know at all anything about Tottenham in the department. But when you saw last night the team they have is is still absolutely exceptional. So um, uh that, that what they what they could do why it didn't work out i have, i have no idea i'm I will be prepared for uh the best possible tottenham side They were for year, for some years by some distance the best counter attacking team in europe so there was a, there were moments when you lost the ball. Was only they only had to find Harry Kane, and the next moment Son was in a one-one situation with the goalie. So uh, they had no clue how to defend that. Probably uh, best way not to lose the ball. So that's one thing they have brought in good players, really good players. So I expect them to be really good. And last night I watched the game, of course. And uh, second half they showed just I think what everybody in the stadium wanted to see and and could have won the game. Uh, massive chances um, around that. One. So and that's the team we will prepare for.
0: I know you said on Wednesday you wanted to finish as us and, and see the best of your side from now until, until the end of May. Um, if that's European competition, then, then great. Is the Europa League one that you'd be more than happy to embrace?
1: <laughs> we, we, we take what we get, so that's how it is. What, what, what do you mean? It's not that we started the season and said if we could qualify for the European League it would be fantastic, but the season taught us a few things. Um, and that's absolutely fine if it's if it's European league then it's European league absolutely fine so it's how i said but that for what we qualify is not in my and that's not for me so interesting i want to create a basis that we qualify for the best possible scenario pretty much so squeeze everything out that's that's what i want i want to i want to <laughs> play the best possible football if you get nothing for that at the end of the season then we um Created that situation earlier in this year, um, but this part of the season we have to use, um, or we have to be just really focused on on the game coming up, and that's in this moment. Tottenham try to win it, try to play con- in a convincing way, try to to be uncomfortable to play against all these kind of things, and whatever happens on the el- until the end of the season, these last seven, eight, nine, ten weeks then mm-hmm. uh, will be very important as well for the next season.
0: The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Um, you mentioned that, um, players coming back there and, and sessions and, and, and more players on the sidelines ready to, to come back in. How are we looking in terms of uh, new players coming back to the squad now after injuries and
1: will we'll be back. I guess now we will train <laughs> today. Didn't get the the medical report yet. Um but probably. Ox isn't training, yeah. who, who is so, no no but no no one else. So the, the, we have a couple of um players out, but everybody knows about them. But on top of that from the last game, Jogo got a bad knock in his back. Um but should be all right. We will see that how that developed. Um, apart from that, we should be okay.
0: And in trying to prepare for a game like this, given everything that has gone on at Spurs and, a, and yet another new manager in charge, does that make your job all the more difficult when you're trying to figure out what to prepare for?
1: Last night, I played a, played a similar system, or the system they played now, um, all, um, more or less for a while already. Um, in general i think the, the 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 like the mentality boost whatever that, that that that's clear that it will come in the second half last night helped definitely this game could have gone either way um they could have lost it in the first half but they could have won it in the second half there they, they had the biggest chance a massive chance before the before United scored the two nil that could have been equalized so that's how football on highest level is yeah, so you can always go either way um no, more difficult. Well, about I said, I watched last uh, last night, and um, I think most of the players who will play against us played um, in that game as well. So that's what we prepare for.
0: Um, Jürgen, with Tottenham against Newcastle, you've been involved in those high-scoring matches with Liverpool. Does when you watch it happening to say another team and the speed in which those goals were scored, does it make you appreciate what you have? Achieved in those high scoring games uh, more when you watch it being done to someone else? Can you kind of, because when you're involved in it, you're involved in the moment of it. So when you're watching it from behind the screen, um, does it make you watch in disbelief or does it make you watch um, like, oh wow, or do you think, well, we've done that and how hard it really is?
1: No idea. Um. I, honestly, it's like sometimes I enjoy football. I enjoy watching us from time to time. Um, but I, that I think back and think, oh my God, that's what we did. That didn't. Ha- that doesn't happen really. Um, I'm too much in the moment. Maybe a bit of a shame, to be honest. But may- I always thought I will have time for these kind of things um, after my career. So this season, if we don't do something really special, um, will be re- remembered for. Um, the 7-0 against United, eh? so and I hope people, when they speak about it in a few years, they will look back and say, ''I was here when we 7-0'' and that they could say something nice on top of that, and after that we qualified still for whatever. So that would be nice, but if not, then we have to take that as well. But no, I don't... Um... We did what we did, and um, for a long period of time, it was really good, and even this year we had some absolutely good moments. But in general, what we lack this year is consistency, and that's what we have to change, and that's what we, but um, we are working on.
0: James, yeah, the current run you are on coincided with Curtis Jones being in the team. He's had five consecutive starts; it's the longest run of the season so far. So, just wonder if you could talk a bit about the, the, the impact he's he's made on the team and, and what your thoughts are. Uh...
1: Yeah, that he has now five games in a row is obviously great, um, but it didn't look for a long time during the season that these kind of things would be possible because with spoke about it. he was really had a, a... A freakish injury, but it is anyway. We had to be super careful with him, super, super, super careful with him. Um, even when he was back in training, he was not allowed to train and have normal training week, which is that time. And Curtis came back in the team, we were still involved in European football. Means we don't train properly, that makes it really difficult for players who come back to, to get up to speed. It was really super difficult to organize. But there was a the moment when he was when he was allowed to when he could train again and um normal. Uh and then it was pretty quickly clear that um the sessions he had around our sessions were obviously from a physical point of view really good because he looked ready pretty quick. And um and now you can see that under Curtis it's always with the with the boys from the own from from the, the own academy um people fancy big transfers, stuff like this, so it's like if a player, a, a own academy boy, um, plays good football then it's, well, it's OK. Um, but I would prefer bringing him in, bringing him in, bringing him in, so I'm really happy for Curtis that he could show up now again, and um, he is only in the, was always only in the squad because he has um, real quality. And now you can see it, obviously, see that he is good on the ball, safe, on the ball, which is super helpful, and um, defense extremely good, which is um, even more important. And because they're all good footballers, and so I, yeah, I, I, he deserves that spell definitely. He really deserves that. He has had a tough time to go through, and um, it's hard if you don't feel really injured, but everybody tells you you are, and you are not allowed to do this and do that and do this and do that. That's really that's really hard, especially for a young man. and. Um, he got through this and um, is now in a good shape. That's it. Carl? Oh. In a season of, of, of ups and downs, how
0: satisfying and reassuring is it, the level of consistency you
1: now seem to be getting? It's for me too early to speak about consistency. I don't, for me, three games, meaning three games, is not, is not consistent. It's a good. It can only be the start of something, and um, it's about consistency. You show in performances even more than in results, and for the outside world, it's it's uh, it's the result. But for us, obviously, must be the must. It must be the performance because that's what we work with. Um, And I'm I'm happy with with that in the moment because in all the games, as different as they were, I I saw a lot of things. We want to see in the games and that's that's then really good that's um really pleasing for 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 the coach inside uh, that, that these things are still possible and um yeah, that's good. And but then the opponent requires different things. What we have to do, we cannot just we we want to focus on us, and that's what we do. But we cannot ignore the quality of the opponent, so we have to be ready for that as well. And there's always something to improve, and that's fine. And um, that's what we do. As, we try to do as well now. Um, and that's it. I'm. 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 I'm Absolutely okay with with the moment, but I as probably ever, I, it's not that I already trust ourselves that much as say ah that's it now we are out of the woods um, because this season gave us a few lessons I didn't want to learn but I learned and um, so we have to stay super focused we have to be super aggressive angry greedy whatever um, show that the the most important prize in football is the three points at the weekend or midweek whenever we play. In the next Premier League game, and that's all we have to be focused on. And um, yeah, I hope we can show that Sunday.
0: You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.